listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 128, where we will be discussing chapter 18 in Clockwork Princess. For this alone, I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. Ooh. Ermagerd. Wait, one of you had a pod story that I was like, that's a pod story that you have to tell. It was me. Robin. But after I text you, I feel like you may or may not know this about me, but I am an over-exaggerator by nature. No. (laughs) Really? No. I will always say that I'm over-exaggerating. So, like, that's a plus in my personality column. But I over-exaggerate. So, I was telling my husband this story, which I will relate to you. And my cat... Although she's literally a dumpster kitten, as we've discussed, (laughs) she was living like in and around a dumpster. Mm -hmm. Now that she has a home, she's like bougie as fuck. Okay. She can't (laughs) have chicken. Her like food can't have rice in it. She won't eat this. It has to be this specific. The wet food has to have gravy or she won't touch it. Like she is very specific. So we had to buy her a cat fountain, like a cat water fountain. So you like fill it up with water and then the one I got from Amazon has like a flower on it that the water comes out of. So it's running waters because cats prefer to drink running water. Mm -hmm. And it can go longer than a bowl of water without being cleaned, but otherwise it still gets gross. So it was time to clean it. And I unplugged it from the wall and brought it over to the sink and scrubbed out the flower. And like, I don't like to use a bunch of soap on it just because I want to make sure I can rinse it off or whatever. So I pulled the stem out that goes into like the would it be called the the motor the filter part or whatever Mm -hmm. it's not a Mm -hmm. filter it's the motor that like bubbles the water and I clean that out and then there's two there's a metal piece there's a filter and then there's plastic so I took the metal piece off and scrubbed that down and when I went to take the plastic off and dump the water out that was inside a frog jumped out (laughs) like at my face just hopped up and of course I screamed and I don't know like uh, this frog did not was not brandishing a knife okay it was just a normal frog I don't know what I thought it was gonna do I just wanted a kiss it really scared me and so I was like oh my god what do I do and I didn't want it to go down my disposal Uh uh-huh because there's like spikies in there but I also didn't want it like hopping all over my living room because it could dry out and die or whatever Uh so I grabbed a dirty cup from the dishwasher and like held it over there then I had my daughter bring me a paper plate and then like I scooped it in and then I brought him outside but I'm like how did this frog get into my house right like that's weird and how did it get inside the cat's water dish like it was looking for water and then in my head I was like did it like hatch in there like did I not clean this out enough to have an entire frog no (laughs) no that's dumb right because she's not an outdoor cat where she would have maybe picked up a tadpole somehow and I'm like how did how did this frog get inside the water? It was probably on the side of it. I don't know why I, I assumed it somehow lifted the metal and lifted the filter and That's fair. lifted the thing. But I was like, there was a frog inside Sushi's water. My How husband's like, was you it? are ridiculous. There was not. And I was like, there was. <laughs> Ask Audrey. And he was like, it was probably holding on to the side of it. And I was like, it was my life flashed before my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> After we just talked about screaming in the house. Exactly. (laughs) Nobody was chopping vegetables, though, so it was a little bit better. Oh, that's well, of course they weren't. You were the one cleaning, so no one else cooks in your house. Yep. Yep. Exactly. My husband doesn't know how to turn the oven on. 
Yeah. That's crazy. Same. Um, so one time, Andy and I in our old house in Battleground, we had a pond in our front yard. And so I guess maybe that's where it came from because our bedroom was right outside of it. And one night we were just watching TV in our room and all of a sudden a frog, like it looked like it fell from the ceiling. <laughs> it was crazy in our bedroom. We were just like, what the hell? I'm sure like it was probably on my dresser or something. And we're thinking maybe it somehow got in the house from the pond. I don't know. But like, it's weird. Frogs are crafty, man. They're squirrely. Yeah. We leave the back door cracked when we have the filter for the swimming pool in because it won't, mm-hmm. like, the plug won't fit. So I'm sure it just hopped in that way. For but sure. Like, yeah. It had That's been great. closed for, like, overnight and stuff. It was it was just hanging out, man. We found some water. Just it drinking like a water. Chilling. Yep. <laughs> just cold chilling. So cool. <laughs> oh, that's I awesome. I love it. I love it. How was your weekend, Amanda? Or how was your week, Amanda? Terrible. Absolutely oh. terrible. My, so as we've discussed, my husband is a literal traveling salesman. And um, <laughs> so usually when he's... Though. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> um, usually when he's gone, it's like two, three, four nights, whatever. This time it was seven Ugh. days. And it was just really hard because twice our air conditioner went out and like I'm trying to fix it myself and do all this stuff and I'm working and my oldest son um, had an issue with his car and he's having to go through insurance and stuff and so he borrowed my car, which is fine. Honestly, I probably wouldn't have gone anywhere anyway, but we were literally stranded at the house, Mm -hmm. just me and the kids while it was, you know, really hot outside and stuff and it's just my husband's home. And that was the longest trip of the year. So that's done. (laughs) And, um, you know, sometimes I complain about, um, you know, being the only one that does anything. (laughs) But I realized while he was gone that I'm not. Because that was hard. (laughs) Your existence makes it easier. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even just someone to bitch at, you know, like, <laughs> or go get food. Yeah, yeah, dude, for real. Yeah, your guys' husbands will do that. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't leave my house if I can avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Unless anyway. I'm going to the hospital with my grandma, I don't. I try to avoid leaving mm-hmm. the house. <laughs> COVID's done that to a lot of us. No, thank you. (laughs) It's just so cozy here. It's too much peopling. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Mm -mm. I got to work from home for the most of the last week, and I was like, I wore pajamas to work, and I didn't have to change, and oh my God, it was great. Yep. (laughs) So real. That is my everyday life. Well, and Robin's um, moved her computer and stuff, so her office is literally steps from her bed. You know, it's like, what, 10 feet, 20 feet, something like that. So yep. out in the, you just really it? just get to go out there. The hallway. So I don't know what that's called. A den. It's like a lo- landing. Like a, a, a loft. Yeah. A that's loft. how they. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No doors, but enough space for it to be kind of its own space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, this one is surprisingly long. It didn't feel right. like a long, ep- a long chapter, it's us. but like we are long-winded bitches and can't, yeah, you know. So why don't we uh, cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? 
previously on Downworld or Dish. Okay, look, this recap is really freaking long too, but a lot <laughs> happened in the last chapter. Okay, we're we're getting towards the end of of the third <laughs> yeah. book, so it's like there's a lot of shit happening. These episodes are yeah. going to be kind of lengthy. Gabriel's called into Charlotte's office and he's sweating guilty conscience bullets. He's thrown a curveball when Charlotte asked him to partake in a mini counseling session. She wants him to know that he hasn't been forgotten and that she's checking in on his feelers. Gabriel, no one loved me as a child, Lightwood, can't believe that she doesn't have an ulterior motive. But he finally gives in and lets Charlotte in, telling him some of his daddy issues and finally leaning into a much-needed hug. Around the breakfast table, Charlotte reads aloud a letter from the Consul Wayland, patronizing and discrediting, discrediting her, in which he ends by forbidding her to talk to any other shadow hunters about Morty's whereabouts or try to call for aid. She's defeated at first with dear sweet Henry trying to pump her up and explaining to Cecily that she can't abandon her post as institute leader because of the perks it allows them for information. Gabriel's discman has been playing Usher on repeat, so he yes. decides to pull up and be like, these are my confessions. I don't know the Ooh, rest of that song. We're all jamming. Ah, oh, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spilling out his own hot goss about all the letters up to including the one that he wrote about her combo with the Stark with Starkweather, revealing that he never sent it. Charlotte realizes there's no use in being the good little girl any longer. So she's like, I quoted too much of the song, but I'm going to do it anyway. No way. Not going to stand for it today. Fight for your rights. It's time we had our say. I say fuck authority. I'm doing my little seditious act. Yeah. Dance, dance. Crab dance. Dance, dance. (laughs) Then they make their plans for attack, which leaves space open for Gabriel to speak for Sophie on ascending, revealing that he's head over heels for her and he wants to get married. When they're alone, apart from Gabriel and Cecily eavesdropping (laughs) at the door, they have a conversation that ends in a proposal acceptance. We also get some mail time in which Cecily writes to her parents, telling them that she didn't choose the Shadow Hunter life. The Shadow Hunter life chose her. <laughs> Charlotte also mails out her manifesto, talking about what a pile of garbage the console is and calling her fellow Shadow Hunters to arms to meet at the Institute to jump through Henry's portal meet and join Will and Kadar Idris. Portal <laughs> meet. Okay. It'll never Bef- get old. <laughs> For real, I'm glad you remembered it. Really quickly before Kristen starts, I need to tell you guys a secret to speak my truth, Ooh. if you will. Tell, tell me. Tell. As I said, my week was crazy. My son has started to try to stay up really late, and he's freaking three years old. Anyway, I didn't read anything but my own section, so this is gonna be like really fun for me, <laughs> listening to you guys. I did that thing where I read this like a couple weeks ago. Uh And Mm -hmm. so I was like, I can just read my part, right? I didn't realize my part is in the middle of a flashback that I thought was happening in real life. Oh, God. And so I wrote it all in like present tense. And then I was like, this is wrong. (laughs) Wrong. So I tried to go back. seriously wrong here. But it might be a little iffy. But it's it's fine. We'll get there. This is why there's three of us. Right? (laughs) 
What, Robin, what did you, sorry, it's bugging me. What did you say earlier today that I said needed to be on a t-shirt? Um, oh. I live fast, pun hard. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Okay. I was just trying to remember. I was like, God, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, you know what we haven't done in a while? A dream sequence. <laughs> I wasn't gonna sing sing time warp, so that was the best you, you, you can right. have. It's astounding. <laughs> Mine was more from Wayne's World. Huh? From Wayne's Mine World. Was more from Wayne's World, yeah. <laughs> so Tessa's chilling on the cliffs above the sea, quote, in a country she did not know, which I'm gonna go take a wild stab and assume is Wales, right? Right. (laughs) Feels, feels, I mean, yeah? Yeah. 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 But she's not alone. Oh, no. Standing on the path just ahead of her is none other than Will Herondale, looking like a historical romance book cover. Oh, yeah. Our boy is looking spicy. Okay? He's got his black gear on, and it doesn't explicitly say, but we all know includes a Victorian version of zip-off cargo trousers. Definitely. With a mud-caked riding coat thrown over, you know, just to just to give it some structure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Because <laughs> Will would walk 500 miles and then 500 more. Or is it 5,000? No, I think it's 500. No, it's 500. Okay, yeah, No, yeah. I would 5,000 miles and then I walk 500 more. Oh, just okay. Just to be the man. Yep. God damn it. Okay, I'm going to do that no, over. It's, no, I think it's 500 because he says just to me, just to be the man that walked a thousand miles to fall down at your door. Oh, okay. And then okay. everybody goes, da, 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 da. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so he would walk 500 miles and then 500 more for Tessie Wessie. But all of that is a distraction. The real focus should be on his hair. Okay. <laughs> it is tousled perfectly in the wind, whipping up from the sea. That's hot. As Momoa me. That's hot. I can't I can't do the vocal fry. I can't get it. (laughs) Um, so Tessa calls out to him, but he doesn't answer. And the way he's standing on the edge brings the tale of Tristan and Isolde to mind, which is an Irish, English, Romeo and Juliet, um, but better and older. Uh and in her head, it's, uh, it says, quote, fear rose up in her heart. Isolde had come for Tristan, but it had been too late. He had died of grief, end quote. So that's what she's thinking as she's seeing him. She calls out to him again, like, hey, did you not hear me? Hello. <laughs> Marco. Bro. <laughs> Marco, exactly. But instead of turning around, he eats himself off the damn cliff. Hold on, I just... <laughs> It's going to make me pee. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Because he's not listening to her. It's like they're married already. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, oh. sorry. Oh, my God. So Tessa rushes to the edge, but his body's gone like a fart in the wind. His voice <laughs> lingers, though, like a fart in a car with the windows rolled up. And says, awake, Tessa, awake. And Tessa's jolted actually awake, uh, but it's no longer Will's voice calling to her. It's motherfucking Morty standing menacingly over her with his motorized minion beside him. All right. What? Do not 
wake me up like that for real (laughs) yeah i don't like it i don't like it either i wonder if she got like the the mom reaction you know like when you wake up and you're like (gasps) have you ever done that oh i do all the time bro yeah yeah are you kidding me like and i'm like i gotta check on my kid she's dead yeah yeah well, and, my, and my Brynn 14, was a I, creepy I just child, bro. I mean, in a cool way, but she was creepy, dude. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But like twinkle toes or something, like quiet feet? No, like talk to ghosts in her bedroom. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we no. we lived in a couple of like super old houses when she was really young. And she had these like imaginary friends that she'd tell us stories about that like used to live in our house. It was, yeah, it was... Mm. No. But she's also slept. Is that why you said a couple? Because you moved a lot? Because of that? <laughs> Not because of that. I mean, I don't care. My house is haunted. Scary. I, I'm down. It's fine. It'll be fine. Uh, um, No, but like she also sleepwalks. Or she, okay. she doesn't do it as much now. Like I did when I was younger too. But when she was younger, she would like fully sleepwalk. And like her eyes would be open, but she would not be awake. It was very, very creepy. <laughs> that is so strange. <laughs> and so she'd like wake up and like walk into my bedroom and like not turn towards my bed, but like just be standing there staring. And I'd be like, hey, Bryn. And then she'd like look at me, but like nothing. It, nobody's home. She's asleep, fully asleep. <laughs> that is so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's apparently a once. <laughs> yeah. Once when I was little, apparently I tried to let people in the house. Like, not actual people, but I thought, like, they, I need to let them in. And I was, like, trying to unlock the front door. I was, like, seven. Oh, my God. Good thing my mom was still awake. <laughs> oh, that's my worst nightmare. I know. This is why I have an alarm system. No, this is why it's helpful to have an alarm system. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um. So Tessa's in a chair by the fire in her room and someone had thrown a blanket over her while she slept. And I know this is usually a kind gesture, but people really need to stop doing shit to sleeping teenage girls in these books. Okay. Let the bitch catch a draft. Trust me. She'd prefer it that way. (laughs) For real. Well, like we haven't seen like a lady's maid or anybody. Mm -mm. They're just sentient demon robots tending in to a her cave right we're still in a cave yeah yeah so um anyway so this automaton is not like the others okay it's wearing clothes which she's seen before but it's got still got the metal body so it's not like the fake human skin like the other mm-hmm. ones that were dressed up okay. um except the eyes there's there's something in the eyes that she don't she's like mm, I don't like it. I don't like it. It it's like that phenomenon like with um hyper realistic robots that we have today where like your brain is telling like our brains are so sophisticated that like if something is too close to what a human looks like but we know it's not a human, it sets off like all the little alarm bells in your head like that's not supposed to be that. Right. And it like yeah. freaks you out. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the same thing that she's experiencing right now. She's like, what the fuck? I don't like yes. this. This has eyes that look intelligent. And Tessie, wake out. up. Oh. Right. <laughs> I literally just got that out of my head. <laughs> I hate you. I don't like this. <sighs> so she, she's not in 
into the way it's staring at her. It's giving her all the bad vibes. And now here's the thing. Morty didn't come all this way just to watch her sleep. He wants her to see oh. what her magical assistance has provided. And Tessa's cranky. You know, she just woke up. This is like, it's like when your mom, like, went into your room and, like, turned on the light to wake you up when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck, really? Can you just be nice about it? No, they can't. They can't. And why? Why did you need me to be awake? Just because. I had to go to school or something. Shit. Well, I like, I guess I'm thinking the summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's noon. Just get up. Why? Tell me. <laughs> I did not understand that until I had a teenager, and now I'm like, I get it. Because now I'm I'm annoyed that she's still asleep at 11 o'clock. I'm like, you know what? No, get up. <laughs> I'm like, if I have to get Why? up at 6 a.m. I guess that's up. true. I'm like, you've got chores to do. <laughs> yeah. there's something. Isn't there something you should be doing? Right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is, this is what comes over you. Okay, I got it now. <laughs> like, be productive. Damn it. <laughs> So Tessa's cranky, and she's like, another automaton? Boring. Seen it before. Don't need to see it again. Um, And I'm going to read this part from the book. How rude of me, Mortmain's eyes flicked to the creature. Introduce yourself. The creature's mouth opened. Tessa caught a flash of brass. It spoke. I am Armoros. I should have practiced that name. (laughs) I am Armoros, it said. For a billion years, I rode the winds of the great abysses between the worlds. I fought Jonathan Shadowhunter on the plains of Rosalyn. For a thousand more years, I lay trapped within the Pyxis. Now my master has freed me, and I serve him. I don't Um, like it. (laughs) So is it like Genie in the lamp? Like, he's always belonging to someone? I just... Because he freed him? I don't get it. I think, so it doesn't say, but I think the spell that his dad, like, okay. whatever, I think it was, he freed it from the Pixis and then bound it to. That makes sense. thing with the spell Automaton. It yeah. sounds like he doesn't mind, so. He, se- uh-huh. well, he seems just grateful to be out. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. like, I'm just happy for the opportunity to travel. <laughs> Could you imagine? I cut you off. He has like a Robin Williams voice now that Amanda yeah. said that. <laughs> the genie of the lamp. <laughs> that would be great. And then you just got to be mad. Like he's walking around murdering people, but he's Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> just cracking oh. jokes. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck. So- Toodaloo. Sorry. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I was just thinking of what his name was. What, what was his name again? Armoros. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Armoral. Armoros. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Arm- Morty's little heart-to-heart with his papa proved fruitful. The new Automaton Model 8X is now animated by demons, featuring improved computing and processing and nearly in, and a nearly indestructible case. <laughs> Movements... <laughs> Okay. 
Movements as swift as a coursing river. Armoros <laughs> unsheathes the rune sword and hands it to Morty, who drives it into the automaton's chest with all the force of a great typhoon. <laughs> but with all the strength of a raging fire, he's still standing, mysterious as the dark side of the moon. <laughs> I literally what does that remind me of? Sing Be a Man in my head at least once a week. But the rock and roll version of it? Like no. the rock song? No. Oh, okay. The, the full on from Mulan original soundtrack, Be a Man, like in my head at least once a week as an adult, as a 34 year old woman. <laughs> I sing a song from Fern Gully. Yep. <laughs> often. And, and it is Robin Williams. Robin Williams. <laughs> That's what I. You, she said Papa, and it made me think of that for some reason. Why? Oh, His name is Batty. Think of Eleven. You're just like Papa. <laughs> That's what that made me think of. But this is my name is Batty. My logic is Batty. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Why? I don't know. It's just always in the back of my head. Oh, the things that you know, '90s cartoons did to us, right? Yeah. <laughs> What sucks is I tried to buy it because mm-hmm. like that movie, like you remember, okay. I don't know if your parents ever did this, but what like when it was nap time, my mom would put a movie on and go to sleep or whatever because she babysat mm-hmm. when I was a younger kid. And I got, to, I watched Fern Gully every day for like a year and a half to go to sleep. At. Right. And instead of going to sleep, I just watched the movie because I'm no fool. Right. And your mom didn't so care like, as long kids as you were quiet. absolutely have to see that. <laughs> Christian Slater. Absolutely. All of it. But Absolutely. I can't buy it anywhere. Crazy. You can't find it on Amazon? No. That's I will make weird. it my Maybe mission. Maybe YouTube? I don't know. Maybe YouTube. I don't know. I'll have to dig some deeper. But I tried mm-hmm. a little bit. I will make it my mission to find that movie. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I love doing that. Movie. It's an important yeah. movie. It, it, you know, it has a good, strong environmentalist message. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> I can't say that word regularly. <laughs> so, but for real, Tessa is quivering in her boots at the wrongness of uh, Armoros uh, bearing of Army. We're just gonna call him Army, okay? I can't. It's too Love many it. vowels. So. <laughs> Uh, the wrongness of army bearing a sword etched with angelic runes. He's a demon. He is not supposed to do that, guys. Yeah. It's not supposed to happen. How? Tell me more. I'm so interested. <laughs> when Morty wrenches the sword from army's mangled metal body, it fucking disintegrates. And the Magister has done the impossible. He has built an army specifically designed to kill shadow hunters. Thanks a lot, Tessa. <laughs> yep look what you did girl he just wanted to talk to his daddy it's just crazy though to come back and be like look what you did (laughs) for real for real he's just got to show someone because he has no friends i'm sorry did you say you had a cut because i brought you some salt for it (laughs) yeah as well as the lemons and the limes as well as the lemons (laughs) of course Uh, Oh, God. Oh, God. I lost my place. I hit it by accident. Ah! (laughs) Okay, so Tessa wants to rage at him, but he's safely tucked behind his invisible wall. Now, 
I had to go back and fix that because I did not know he was behind the wall. I thought he was actually standing in front of her because it didn't because really he say gave her a beginning. blanket, right? Um, so I feel you. Uh. So he's behind the invisible wall, and she can't really get at him to scratch his eyes out. And the automaton right. would probably murder her um, before she really right. got a chance. Um, right. And she remembers Mrs. Black's words. Uh, quote, you are to be the ruin of the Nephilim. That is why you were created. And she's like, ooh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Does not make her feel all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> So she reaches for hope, arguing that even if the Seraph Blades won't work, regular weapons can still cut through metal and wires just fine. Okay, buddy? Mm. Mm -hmm. You're not that smart. But Morty didn't become the Magister by accident, okay? He ain't no fool. He's playing on the Shadowhunter's hubris. Uh, They aren't used to fighting anything resistant to their Seraph Blades. And by the time it takes, the time it takes them to realize and then switch tactics... It'll cost them way too much time. And with Morty's numbers, they don't stand a chance. He's already, he's done the calculus. Okay. He wins. (laughs) I have a question about that. Yes. And maybe you get to it or maybe it's not answered. Again, I read it two years ago. Um, Is it just one demon? Or does he have a bunch of them now? He has. Like he brought his demon friends. He has a bunch. I don't. Hold on. Like my section talks about three automatons, but we only focus on this dude. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's him and his brother. So it's multiple demons. Okay. I wonder if they were all in the Pixis together, or if he was just like, "Hey Maybe. guys, I got a good gig here." Maybe. <laughs> Come know. check this out. <laughs> Or, or with that spell, he was able to then summon more demons and then okay. bind them. Yeah, like this worked. Now convince your friends to come and do the same thing or something, too. Yeah, that's my thought. So <laughs> Tessa wants to be like, ew, why are you so obsessed with me? Uh, but she plays the long game, complimenting his innovation and intelligence, you know, luring him in before she strikes, hitting him where it hurts. The ego. That's, that's how you defeat any man. <laughs> Truth. <clears throat> you are lonely, she said. You have surrounded yourself with creatures that are not real, that do not live. We see our own souls in the eyes of others. How long has it been since you have seen that you have a soul? Mortmain's eyes narrowed. I had a soul. It, had, it has been burned away by what I have de- dedicated my life to. The pursuit of justice and recompense. Do not seek revenge and call it justice. That's Tessa snapping back. Damn. <laughs> well, Army doesn't really take too kindly to Tessa giving the Magister lip um, and offers to cut her tongue out. <laughs> He's like, ah, you want me to take care of that for you? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like you need a tongue for anything else he needs you for, so. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. It just like. <laughs> Uh, the dad already told her the secret yeah (laughs) dude i wonder if okay so let's just kind of pull that thread a little bit if her like if if her tongue got chopped off or whatever and then she changed would she like have a new tongue yeah i bet she would i bet she would i bet she would 
Yeah. So I, I guess technically it wouldn't encumber any of his plans. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. just like, do it. I don't care. I mean, I guess it would probably hurt. <laughs> when I got my tongue pierced, it hurt really bad. Wanted, but... So, yeah. <laughs> can only imagine. So Morty waves him off, returning to his attention to Tessa for a baby monologue. He <laughs> defends his thirst for blood by uh, with an old saying uh, that he learned when he was in China. Quote, a man may not live under the same heaven with the slayer of his father. End quote. It's very subtle. I like it. <laughs> but he concludes his soliloquy uh, by reminding Tessa he's a baddie through and through. Okay? There's no more good in there. He, it's just a shriveled up lump of coal where his heart used to be. Okay? So stop it's trying going, to appease to three his better sizes. side because there isn't one. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. like, I got an ice box where my heart used to be. That's also a song. What's that from? I don't know what uh, song my husband used to listen to. Okay. <laughs> and that's the only part I know about it. <laughs> I just think it's cool that they say icebox because it's like an old refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, that's a good one. I like it. So Tessa finds herself thinking of books and boys again, but I find it interesting that her mind only wanders to fictional characters and will. Jem is nowhere yes. to be found. Hmm. Okay convenient right so coming back to reality tessa cannot betray her own nature and tries one last time morty has proved he's got the biggest brain of them all choosing to stay his hand would be the biggest power move ever surely that's enough (laughs) no yeah morty pretends to bite asking if tessa would stay with him if he if, if, like, he did decide to be like, okay, I'm not going to destroy all the shadow hunters, would that mean that she would, like, willingly stay with him? And as repulsive as thought is, Tessa's a team player and would fall on the sword, so to say, uh, if it was for the greater good. So she's like, yeah. And he changes the subject. Like, he doesn't, like, resolve that through line and changes the subject, asking her to come outside because he's got a surprise for her. Mm-hmm. It's not a good one, guys. <laughs> oh, and so I looked up Cateridris, right? Because I was like, is that a real place? Is that a real? Uh, it is. And I looked it up and I was looking at the pictures and I was like, oh, wow, okay. It looks very beautiful. But like the way they described it, it's like a mountain in the books. And where we're from, that's not a mountain. <laughs> that's <a> right. <laughs> I was like, why is it all green? Like, why, why doesn't it have different <laughs> weather? Like normal mountains do. <laughs> Where's the snow? Yeah. Right. The tippy top is supposed to have snow. I was like, I can't tell where the peak is because there's no snow. <laughs> right. Well, and it's just right there. You can see it so easily. Right. So I was like, <laughs> It's not in the clouds. It's like 2,500. It's got like a 2,500 elevation. Uh, foot elevation. Sorry. <clears throat> and so I was like, well, wait. How? I was like, how big is that compared to our smallest like in Oregon where I grew up like what's our smallest mountain and I'm like well the the coast range I was talking to Amanda before we started recording I was like well the coast range is like our smallest so I looked it up and our smallest is like over a thousand feet taller (laughs) (laughs) and like our our main mountain Mount Hood is like 11,000 feet tall (laughs) I was like oh shit okay that's why they don't look the same (laughs) yeah yeah but it does look very beautiful 
So are they supposedly inside of this then? In the rock somewhere? Is that mm-hmm. what we're supposed to be thinking? Okay. Yep. Interesting. Like ants. Yeah. yeah. What it's is this? A center for center ants. For ants. <laughs> <laughs> and it almost like the wide shot of, of it looks almost like a like a ridge. Right? It's it's like a long okay. it's not like a mountain peak like the way I would mm-hmm. normally It's like a formed from a glacier. I'm assuming like a glacier melting, pushing the mm-hmm. freezing and melting. And then it pushes the yeah. I don't know. dirt. I don't know. I was going to say hill. Yeah. It makes it makes a form. It forms a hill. <sighs> what is the other thing that you showed us? Oh, this is the I see. OK. Yeah. That's yeah. the wide shot. Yeah. But I, yeah, I mean, I highly... it looks kind of Oregon-y. Kind of, yeah, I, it's green. When you get past Corvallis, driving into yeah. mm-hmm. yeah California, and those were formed from glaciers, from gotcha. what I know. Okay, did you Which hear that on the I radio? I'm just kidding. We <laughs> talked about that last week. <laughs> I would highly suggest go- giving it a Google. Give it a yeah, Google. Yeah. A Google, a Google ALA. Mm-hmm. Um, Ask okay. your old pal Rugal. Rugal, <laughs> dude, what would we do without it? Do you remember writing reports using encyclopedias? Yes, that was some bullshit. That was some bull. We didn't. I well, had you to had to have subjects. two book sources and then yes. two internet sources and yep. two newspaper articles. So stupid. Yep. And then in my humanities, what was it? It was humanities. I don't remember. Probably. High school history class. We had to come every Friday with a um, current event. Mm-hmm. So we'd all have to. Thirty different children had to have a different event. I, I don't know. I guess it didn't have to be different because we didn't talk about it. But anyway. Yeah, and that was back when that was all shitty. we had was Yahoo News. There were yeah, like seven yeah. articles a day. So <laughs> you're pressed for it. You have to get a it's real not newspaper. It's like Apple now. You get them all the time. Look on your phone too, right? So crazy. Damn. Yeah. You didn't have to wait for the. <laughs> I will say I have no experience whether they still ask for all of that because my kid hasn't reached that point. In school. Right. So we could be complaining and they could still want you to have all of it. I don't remember my kids saying that they had to do all of that when we would do reports. Well, I think but... because their access is so different that it's not yeah. a chore for them to like find. It's not a task for them to go find it. It's it yeah. shows they up. still it have to can... source it. But yeah, they get like push mm-hmm. notifications. But yeah, like the three sources, I bet it's a lot harder to do, to do like a, a true bibliography yeah. now because of how inundated the <laughs> like, internet is. My source is Wikipedia. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like crowdsourced. You're like, right. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, shit. Okay, you guys. My part starts with another letter. And although I super want to know the cheese may, I think it's getting a little much with the letters. But anyway, I'm going <laughs> to tell you about it. So this one is from Inquisitor White Claw <laughs> um, to Consul Wayland. And he's basically like, bro, have you been getting these letters from people talking about that shit? Charlotte, I was going to call her Scarlet. Sorry. <laughs> Harlot. That shit that Charlotte sent out. That was hard to say. Is it real? I don't know, man. I know you don't like Will Herondale, but his father was a pretty honest dude, so I bet Will was raised to be 
an honest guy too. So anyway, let's just like call a meeting so we can all talk about this gossip together. But like, it's your job. So you call the meeting. But if you don't call the meeting, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> this guy's really mad. I know I didn't make it sound that way. It is, but it sounds very much like a like this weird like we're giving you one last chance to stop being yeah. a little prick. Um, uh-huh. Otherwise, shit's going to get real awkward for you, buddy. So yeah. you better handle it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to quit and I'm going to tell everyone why if you don't do this. And this is not a request. You will call a meeting. So I don't know. I guess it's weird to think that people would get letters about new. Like, this is kind of news, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. It's strange. Anyway. Well, in the letters, although, like, I understand what you're saying. Like, how we didn't have to, like, write a narrative and a scene and set the yep. place to get all that information. Because the only people that would have that information are those two individuals that aren't, like, POV characters. Right. <laughs> so it was just the letters easy way to, like, info dump without it seeming, I don't know, going too yeah. much into it. Right. So I, I agree. Get it. It's not but like I do half know what chapter. you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so that's it. It just, like, now we go over to Will, which is crazy, but okay. So he's woken up by screams, and instinctively, he just, before he can even think, he just jumps out of bed, and he's, like, crouched down, like, ready to fight in defense mode. And he looks around the room, and it's quiet now, and he's in just a basic hotel room, and it it seems like he's sort of disoriented because um, he's, like, looking around. Obviously, he doesn't hear anything, and then he hears another scream, and it's coming from outside. The call is coming from inside the house. Um, so, <laughs> sorry. So he quickly remembers. He's like, oh, shit, that's right. I got a hotel room last night. I was super tired. And so I just, like, passed out as soon as I got here. And um, so he starts looking out the window, and he realizes that there is smoke. And there's, like, people running around like chickens with their heads cut off. And I know that that's like a saying, and I just said it, but I kind of think it's sad. Chickens with their heads cut off. Mm-hmm. Who does mm-hmm. that? Who just lets them run around? It's just sad. It's sad. Okay. Anyway. So Will <laughs> sees a blade through the smoke. Like someone is holding some sort of a blade. And so he's like, I got to go save everyone. <laughs> so he makes a bolt for downstairs. <laughs> noticing several broken windows and the front door that looks like it had been ripped from the hinges as like he's making his way down. And um, so he starts to head towards the stables because that's where Balios is. Mm -hmm. And he trips over the body of that nice stable boy that helped him the night before in the hotel. And um, the poor boy's throat had been cut. Just, ugh. Mm -hmm. I know that he is more aware what's the word I'm looking for like he's been around death probably a lot more not probably Mm -hmm. definitely more than anyone his age but still right it's crazy um so he's not sure if it's a demon attack or just a normal everyday run-of-the-mill attack (laughs) which is funny to me because not everything has to involve shadow hunters but okay (laughs) like this could just be normal stuff so he opens the door to the stable and Balios just takes off running and Will's like this damn horse and he runs after him. it's like when your toddler gets away from you gotta go get him so he runs after him towards the main road and bro he gets to that road and shit is straight chaos 
There are bodies all over the road, and people's homes had been attacked, looking much like the hotel, the inn that he had been staying at. The windows are broken. A lot of the doors are ripped off the hinges. So someone, you know, just instead of just opening the freaking door, they have to break them. That sounds like a lot more energy, but okay. Um, People are running around screaming, like looking for their loved ones. A man and a woman and their small daughter um, fight their way through the smoke and escape their house. They're finally outside and Will sees three automatons. So... I guess shadow hunters are involved in everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so all three of the automatons are dressed in military uniforms and their movements are not like the robots that he will had seen before. These motherfuckers were smooth and one of them was even laughing as like all of this chaos is going on. So just as that family escapes their house, they're confronted by the laughing automaton. And before Will can even react, these fast motherfuckers kill the entire family, including the little girl. Just like, like he's Zorro or something. Right? That's a dude? Like, yeah. Okay. Anyway. All I can think of you saying that is now I'm singing is Smooth Criminal. Smooth Criminal. (laughs) But the alien ant farm version. Oh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. Good. (laughs) so he hears one will here's one of the automatons instruct the others to burn the houses like all the other houses and you know when people try to escape and run just just kill them it's fine just take care of them so will gets his serif blade ready and of course this catches the attention of the creepy laughing robot because like the serif blade is bright you know obviously it catches Uh your eye so this dude is holding a sword like a human and he tells Will, he's like, dude, we weren't expecting any Nephilim around here. Like, crazy. And Will <laughs> literally says, clearly. And then he just, like, stabs him in the chest with his serif blade. And as we just found out, they don't work. And the serif blade just burned up and turned to ash. Because, obviously, he's a demon. So, uh, the automaton was like, ha gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Your serif blade has held us from this world for like a really long time. But now we have these totally awesome bodies to protect us. See? And he's like, <laughs> he's posing. Sh- you know, Draw me like yeah. one of your French girls. Yeah. He's voguing. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's like, yes, the world is ours. <laughs> Ah, and I imagine he looks like Mr. Burns. (sighs) So as this creepy demon robot moves to attack Will, Balios comes to his rescue, which is freaking cool. But where were you five minutes ago when these people died? I don't know. Where did you go? I just want to know. But anyway, he knocks the automaton down. Thank goodness. Will quickly jumps on to Balios's back. And it sounds like he used the horse's mane to grab on, which my nine-month-old pulls my hair so much that I just wear it in a bun now. No, thank you. Don't climb onto my back using my hair. I just saved your <laughs> life, fuckface. That hurts. <laughs> Ow. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. And it was probably, like, the baby hairs underneath, the worst Dude, ones. Dude, that's the worst. They're terrible. Okay. So, anyway, Will jumps on his back, and this horse is obviously super fast. So, they beat feet, and they're out of there. And that's, like, where that part stops, which is just crazy chaos. I just – anyway, so now we move over to Tessa. 
And she's sitting on the floor by a fire, still in this cave, and she's covered in blood and sort of remembers fighting an automaton that tore her wrists up because she was trying to get away. So the blood must be hers, I guess. And she sat there unable to shake the images of the attack on the village. The automatons had carried her. So this must have been the surprise, I guess. The automatons had carried her there blindfolded. And then once they got there, Mort made made her watch from above the village as it was all torn apart. The automatons held her there still and covered her mouth. And the whole time Morty is like threatening her if she even looked away. And he's even laughing as these families are being slaughtered, like him and this freaking automaton. They are besties, you guys. They have the same sense of humor. So anyway, Morty is obviously <laughs> proud of these creatures that he's created. And um, he's like, they are just so amazing. They are capable of thinking like humans, but their bodies are robot. Like, do I have to remind you again? This is just so cool. <laughs> Look what I did. <laughs> Look what I can do. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> so he made Tessa watch as a man attempted to defend his family with a rifle. And the automaton knocked the rifle. Oh, the rifle knocked the automaton back. But of course, it didn't stop them. And Mortmain obviously is laughing again as the automaton pushed the rifle out of this dude's hands. He's just like, and tore the man apart, literally. So, yeah, like, it's a Friday night for you. Like, I get his, I can understand his, like, hatred of Shadowhunters and, want, and like, that extending from, you know, Aloysius and then to ev- all the Shadowhunters. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I can under, I can follow that train of thought. I don't understand why he wants to murder innocent families and stuff. Like, especially because yeah. he's so emotional about his own family getting murdered. Right? It, it just doesn't make sense that he would want... Yeah. But, I mean, I guess if if you've been fighting towards this goal for so long, and I'm sure the demons want to kill, and they're restless, and he's like, I guess I'll get it. We'll, we'll Fine, go kill run. the village. That's what I was going like, to say. calculated, yeah. like, well, this is, like, worth whatever. But, like, he seems to be enjoying it, which feels weird. Yep. That's why he's making sure the kids get murdered along with the parents yeah. so there's no orphans. I, I guess, yeah. It's Gross. very, very... I just... Mm-mm. No, thank you. Okay, so I'm imagining Morty to be dressed like a snake oil salesman. He's got, like, a bowler hat on, and he's pulling out his, like... He's, like, tugging on his suspenders <laughs> with just his thumbs. <laughs> and, like, and going on his toes. Yeah, exactly. He's wiggling on his toes. He's like, demons, they're savage and they love to destroy. <laughs> God. That was the sound of his suspenders. I like it. Good okay, sorry. I'm going to drop the humor. Tessa's devastated. And like she's pleading with Mortmain to stop the senseless destruction of the town, telling him that she'll do whatever. Like, do whatever you want. Like, I will do whatever you want. Anything. And Morty replies back, um, the clockwork creatures have no heart, much like fire or water wouldn't if they were ripping through a village. And he tells her it'd be like, like asking them to stop is like asking a forest fire or a flood to stop destroying a town. It's not going to happen. Crazy. And Tessa's like, I'm clearly not asking them to stop. I'm begging you 
I wrote song lyrics, but I couldn't sing it. <laughs> begging, begging you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that guy has such a raspy, cool voice. I couldn't do it. Anyway. Oh, for it's sure. Also, Sorry. Yeah. He's like, they're like Dutch, I think. Yeah. I don't, it's, it's a, it, there's, it's like a, it's a level that just is very pleasant to the ears. I can't, uh-huh. like, it's just, it's very good. I wrote this and my son called me downstairs. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm begging. And then he came back and was like, begging you. And Aww, I was like, you got it. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Okay. It's also of import, import to note that while she's like scoping out the village, she sees a rider on the top of a black horse escaping and says, like, it says that she prayed. And I'm assuming she thinks that it's Will. And I don't know how good her eyes are, but I really want to be like, how could anyone even see that Napoleon? <laughs> she had LASIK <laughs> last year. <laughs> Shit. I promise I can see it all. <sighs> she like made, you know, like binoculars out of her eyes and like flipped them up <laughs> on her. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Morty responds to Tessa's like I don't know her appealing like she's appealing to him. He responds to that being like about that. The whole like overlord with a deep buried heart of gold that just needs to be unearthed by a tender voice and a touch of humanity. Yeah, that shit's for the birds. I brought you here to show you that there's no better half of me. And I'm here to tell you, honey, I'm bad to the bone. bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's singing that to her (laughs) when I was little I thought it said a potato honey (laughs) I'm a potato honey that's what I thought it said it doesn't I'm a potato (laughs) I am a potato but apart from that dude William was telling us what vegetables we were going to be and he said Omar was a potato and I was offended I have potato status here I am clearly the potato of the family. He called me broccoli and Omar was a potato. I'm like, have you seen the two of us? He is clearly broccoli. <laughs> I think he's a green bean. Oh, yeah, maybe a green bean. Yeah. So offended right now. Anyway, sorry. Tessa can't fathom the fact that she's been duped. So she's like, but I did what you asked. You didn't need to do this. Not for me. But Morty's like, sit down, bitch, please. This is not your main character moment. It's mine. This isn't about you, Teresa. This is a science experiment. I had to make sure my clockwork army was in tip-top shape for the impending invasion. It's been proven now that they've been given intelligence and they have the capacity to strategize. And now... Nothing will stand in their way. I don't want you to say it like that. My bad. It just came out. I'm sorry. And Tessa tells him, like, they'll turn on their master. And you have to say it like, master. Master. Master of puppets. There's a lot of song references this episode. Because that's how my brain functions. Uh, But Morty's already thought of that. And he has protections in place. Their lives are linked directly to his. So if he dies, so will they all. So it's in their best interest to protect him. After he reveals the Achilles heel of his plan to his enemy, 
He's like, I've had enough. The only reason I I brought you out here was to show you in black and white that I am whatever you say I am. And if I wasn't, then why would I say I am? I feel like I use the same reference with V-Tang. Like, this is just, that is my supervillain, like, apex coming to the top song. Okay? It's what it is. And the lesson here is this. Quote, your angel protects your life, but the lives of other innocents are in my hands, in your hands. Do not test me, and there will not be a second such village. I wish to hear no more tiresome protests. Bitch, stop begging for innocent people's lives. How could you? Well, she how doesn't need dare to. You? She doesn't need to now. She knows how that she just has to kill the sire. This is vampire yeah, dudes now. <laughs> yeah, this is just like uh, what it is, but I love it. <laughs> what was that? God damn it! What's that fucking John John Snow movie show? Game of Thrones. Game yeah. of Thrones. <laughs> the White Walkers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I thought all of that was happening, like, it, I didn't realize that it was right. a flashback. Uh-huh. So that's why I wrote it very first person. I <laughs> said I went to try to go back. I did not. I didn't do that. I didn't care. Okay? Who cares? So we need to test this. Yeah. What's, it's fine. You liked it. <laughs> you liked it. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Tessa's pulled from her reverie, grasps the necklace, and, like, feels the ticking of it, like her clockwork necklace, and closes her eyes. She envisions all of her shadow hunter friends being forced to face the clockwork army like the village had been. And she gets worked up as you would and rips the necklace from herself and throws it dramatically across the floor. For <sighs> dramatic flair as well, a log from the fire falls at the same time sending sparks into the air and she looks at her hand and she sees the scar from the fireplace poker poker gate poker 78 gate. <laughs> whatever year it was poker reminiscent of that night <laughs> what is is it 77 87 or yeah, you had it right okay. yeah okay good i should know that that was the year i was born not 1887 clearly <laughs> clearly <laughs> She was born on the last day of the year. Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to claim shit. Hey. I mean, I was born in 86, so (laughs) it was not the last day of the year. (laughs) Okay. She's reminiscing. Oh, what a night. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. So she goes and grabs the... I was just gonna say poker face. Poker face. The fire poker. Anyway, that was awful. Okay, so she grabs the poker, the fireplace poker, and she lifts it and slams it down onto the necklace. And the iron poker burst into metallic powder and settled on the floor, revealing the intact necklace. Great, Tessa. Now you don't have a fucking poker for your fire. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? You're not gonna you do. Hands? Why would just you? Kidding. Why would you try to destroy the one thing that's gonna save your ass? And you okay. don't know how many times it has already done it. Listen, this is when I realized, because I was like, when I okay here, I don't know. I wasn't thinking properly when I was reading this. Okay, and I was like, if I was her, 
and like Morty had me up there and I knew the clockwork, I would just jump off the fucking mountain. Oh, Bye. Okay. But okay. I guess the automaton was holding her. And yeah. Like, she it was, was impossible. And then I was like, wait, something's not adding up here. And then I went back and I was like, you are very wrong. Like, why does she have a fireplace poker? What's going on here? What happened? I don't know. It was uh-huh. just a clusterfuck in my brain. Anyway. <laughs> um, after she had done that, the angel necklace began to move. The wings are trembling and the eyelids on the necklace open to reveal white quartz. And beams of light started to shine from the eyes. And it coalesced into the shape of an angel. And I had a really hard time writing this. Like, I tried to write this description in my own words. I didn't want to plagiarize, but I couldn't. So I'm just going to quote some goats. (laughs) It was a shimmering blur of light. So bright, it was difficult to look at directly. Tessa could see through the light the faint outline of something like a man. She could see eyes that were without iris or pupil, inset bits of crystal that gleamed in the firelight. The angel's wings were broad, spreading out from its shoulders, each feather tipped with gleaming metal. Its hands were folded over the hilt of a graceful sword. I think I know who that is. (laughs) You're my angel, darling. Oh, yeah, it's me. It's me. Um, the angel asked Tessa why she was trying to destroy him when he protects her. His voice, much like the silent brothers, was echoing in her mind. Only this one was sweet like music. And I don't know. I'm going to use man, he, whatever is a pronoun. I I feel like angels could be ambiguous, but I don't want to say the angel. So that's what we're going with. It's good. She thinks of Jim when he told her that there was more to life than living. So she takes that sentiment and tells him that she isn't trying to destroy him. She's trying to destroy herself. And the angel answers back saying that life is a gift. Why would she want to do that? Why would you want to do that? (laughs) (laughs) And she says that she's just trying to do the right thing. Her life is allowing a great evil to exist. The angel says that he's been trapped in the clockwork prison for so long that he had forgotten good or evil. Oh my god. She had a Pixis this whole damn time. <laughs> <laughs> An angel Pixis. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't come out when it rescued her from that fall? I don't know. Sorry. Go on. It is weird. It's weird that, yeah, now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, okay... So Tessa has much the same reaction asking how it would be possible for an angel to be in prison. She's like, how? Wait, what? Record scratch. <laughs> and the angel explains that it was John Thaddeus Shade. Like, dude got full named by an angel. <laughs> That's a powerful <laughs> call to attention. I tell you what, Bobby. I'd be terrified. <laughs> dude, for real. <laughs> He caught his soul inside a spell and was able to trap it in the necklace. And Tessa's like, oh, like a Pixis, only made to trap angels instead of demons. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) The angel replies by saying that he is an angel of the divine. And then he's like, Daenerys Stormborn of House Targaryen, first of her name, Queen of the Andals and the First Men, protector of the Seven Kingdoms, the mother of dragons. The Khaleesi of the Great Grass Sea. The Unburnt. The Breaker of Chains. 
only he's listing names I can't pronounce. So that's what I'm going to say that he said. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking Great. about. Tell me you didn't know that by memory and you had to Google it. Oh, I Googled. I copied okay. and pasted okay. it. Great. Yeah. Tessa asked him if this is his true form. <laughs> She's like, do I see your true colors shining down? <laughs> and he replies like, okay, this is how I would expect RuPaul to reply if anyone ever caught him in sweatpants. Okay. So like you're walking downtown, <laughs> RuPaul's in sweatpants and are like, is this you? It's quote, you see here only a fraction of what I am in my true form. I am deadly glory. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> what a weird question to have asked, but right. I guess it's so we get that answer. <laughs> he, he goes on to say that the freedom of heaven was his before he got trapped and bound to Tessa. And Tessa, of course, is she's like, I'm sorry, because like, it's literally the only thing you can say. Right. I know I apologize for everything, but there's li- that you got. You have no choice. That is what you have to say. <laughs> And he says that she's not the one to blame for any of this. And then says that their spirits are bound. But even when she was in his womb lands, <laughs> he knew that she was innocent. Okay. It's a TikTok thing. You don't get it, but it's fine. I don't. What is <laughs> womb lands? <laughs> womb lands. We'll have to tell you about it later. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. It's too long of a story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tessa calls him her guardian angel, and he's like, yes, it's a big flex. No cap. <laughs> I had to, I had to Urban Dictionary no cap to make sure I used it correctly. <laughs> I would have had to also. There was so, you know. a TikTok that I watched today, and this lady said something about, like, vabbing. And then this guy, what's it called, where he goes over the clip or whatever, and he's like, don't Google it. Whatever you do, do not Google that. <laughs> And I followed instructions. I don't know what it means. And I'm sorry if I offended anyone. I think it was like V, V as in Victor, A, B, B, something. Vabbing. Okay. Don't, don't, don't Google it. Is it right? Don't Google it? Don't Google it. Okay. (laughs) I heard it and I had to go find a video. And I was like, why did I do this? Just leave it alone. I don't know. That's like the Howie Mandel thing. Why? Why did he post that? Okay. Oh my gosh. I lost my place. Okay. Sorry, found it. So she tells him that she doesn't want to claim him. She just wants to be able to die on her own terms and not be forced to live under Morty's. The angel responds to her by saying he cannot let her die because it is his mandate. But she thinks he sounds sad and it makes her think of Jim playing the music from his heart. Oh, like Gloria Estefan. So when <gasps> things are sad, she thinks of Jim. Right. right. So she did think of him. <sighs> so Tessa asked what his name was and when he was an angel. No, I said that. Tessa asked, like, what's your angel name, dog? <laughs> <laughs> and he responds by telling her it was ethereal. <sighs> really? Really? This like, this is no spoilers. We know. Like, yep. We know what, what lies in the future for you. It's 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 not looking good. Poor guy. Poor man. motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, like, what what does that magic eight ball say? <laughs> like, what's... <laughs> I don't know. Like results look real. I don't know what it's right. like. <laughs> yeah. 
not Does likely. Not look promising, whatever. <laughs> like, Jesus. Will I be happy? Not likely. How many fucking angels are there? That's what I was gonna say. What are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> Is he like more susceptible because he's been caught once? <laughs> Dude, it's like did he clip his so what, What's lame. the deal? What'd you say, Robin? I said we're so lame. Like, if we have to assist a customer with a warranty for a second time, we just like go into dad joke mode. Uh huh. We got some kind of luck. Not saying which one it is. You should buy a lottery ticket because this never happens. Yuck! 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 Oh my god! So that's what I would say to him if I saw him. Tessa outstretched her hand, but of course, it's not solid matter. Like, she tried to grab the angel, and it, he just faded. He's like, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> Tessa's then jerked awake by cold, and she slumped near the fire that had almost gone out, and the necklace is back on her body. And she gets sad, and she's like, it was all a dream. (laughs) That's what I was thinking, too. (laughs) Now, we'll check in on the field to Will on assignment. You said that weird. That's not what a news anchor would sound like. That would be like if a news anchor, like, had helium. (laughs) It was good. It was like an old-timey, like, radio host. I liked it. Yeah, exactly. So Will and Balio had fled the village, and he was standing on top of the mountain, Idris Mountain. <laughs> and he remembers climbing the mountain with his dad when he was younger. And this makes so much more sense to me now that you've shared those pictures. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, dude, how did you hike up a mountain with a child? <laughs> right. They just went for a little stroll. They just went, what is it, splunking? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's in a cave, right? Yeah, that sounds like a cave. Yeah, I was just thinking of like cleats. I don't know. This makes more sense. You you walked up a hill with your dad when you were younger. Me too. (laughs) I mean, it's more than a hill, but yeah. I I was just trying to be funny. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And okay, the view up there is really stunning. Okay, but he isn't focused on that. He he like he can't. Don't have time to see the sights. He put a night vision rune on himself. He was using it to see where the automatons had come from because they trampled down the grass and made a path up the mountain that like led him to a small valley on the top with a glacial lake. And the tracks came up to its edge and in the moonlight, Will could see them leading out from the water. So he tells Balios to wait there for him. And if he didn't come back to make his way to the Institute where he'd receive a warm welcome, Balios kind of like bites at Will's sleeve, but oh that doesn't God. stop him from wading into the water. That's so sweet. I know. <laughs> he says, quote, what again? <laughs> Which I'm like, yes, Cassie, all the dampness, why? Yep. <laughs> and then he plunges into the cold water and it sucks him down into the darkness like a vortex. And then we end with a letter from the console to Charlotte. Which basically says, I, I mean, give or take here. I'm not going to, like, <laughs> quote it exactly, okay? Girl, you fucked up big time. Big I'm time? so disappointed in you. I can't even find the words to express my anger. You and your boy, Henry, are done. You're fired. 
I'm going to be at the Institute tomorrow, so pack yourselves and just shit, because when I get there, you better be gone or else. And all I could think of was that thing from American Horror Story where she's like, there won't even be a swimming pool. There won't be an act like whatever, you stupid slut. There won't even be a house. She's not going to have a house. No, you've not seen. No. no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there won't be a swimming pool where you're going, you stupid slut. There won't even be a house. Anyway. Uh, oh, I my like God. It. I closed the document because I got so distracted. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, like, okay, I'm done. Okay. Mic drop. You stupid <laughs> slut. Yeah. I don't even know it, but I like it. I'm going st- to send you a clip. Okay. I'm going to send you a link because it's funny. Anyway, it's not funny, clearly, but <sighs> I'm going to take my foot out of my mouth here. Make <laughs> sure that you've read chapter 19 to lie and burn for behind for the scenes. Oh, episode. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Do that. Finish. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> for behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworld or Just Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.